Hello, and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. Today I'm just going to be finishing off this series I've been doing where I'm looking at the Word of God and wanting to have the same attitude towards God's Word that the Word has about itself. Um, The Bible really does have to teach us what it is and how we're supposed to think and feel about it. And so I've been just looking at various instances, trying to get a biblical understanding of how the Bible wants to be treated. And I'm going to end off with a parable that Jesus taught about the Word of God. It's the parable of the sowers, you probably know, but in one sense, this really captures, you know, what is Jesus's idea? What are his thoughts about the Word and how important are they, uh, is the Word in our lives? And so I'll read this for you. It's a, it's a bit of a longer section, but it's worth listening to. This is Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 4. And when a great crowd was gathering, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell along the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devils come and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those rocks are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, They are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. The main thing I would just want to bring out from this parable is how Jesus chooses to say that it's not faith in him, but how we receive the word that determines our life. And I'm not setting these things up as one or the other. I think that they're kind of two sides of the same coin. But Jesus is saying, the thing that's going to determine whether you're fruitful, whether you fall away, whether you're choked out, or whether you're barren, is what you do with the Word of God. This is is how important it is to Jesus. He's, with, the, with the barren soil, he says, there's a kind of person who the devil just can't wait to give them reasons to get rid of the word of God. It's like a bird coming and eating seed before it has a chance to sprout. And it's not like the devil just gets in there and makes you forget. It's like, oh, I went to a sermon today and now I can't remember anything. And when I tried to download it, it just wouldn't work. And oh, never mind. I'm just going to wander away. No, the devil um, swallows the seed, destroys the word of God by giving us other ideas that make the word of God not count. 
You can think back to, again, in the garden, where the snakes, first he says, did God really say this? And then he contradicts the word and says, there's no way you're going to die if you eat this. That is a picture of the crow eating the seed of the word of God. Eve knew the word of God, and she didn't know it any less after she was convinced to ignore it. But that birds eating the seed picture is the enemy giving us ideas, giving us mindsets, giving us worldly philosophies that are excuses or tools for us to ignore the word of God, simply believed, simply understood, plainly spoken, plainly received, having ears to hear it. So it's not like you just forget. It's there's some other thing, some other idea, some other truth, some other spiritual commitment that that the enemy uses to replace the word of God. And, uh, and so this is all about Jesus, because Jesus isn't just coming up and saying, here I am, give me a hug. He comes as a prophet. He comes as a teacher. He comes as one who is delivering the word of God. And he, he understands about himself that if you reject the word of God that he brings, you rejected him. You can't say, I love Jesus, I just don't like God's word. I love Jesus, I just don't trust the Bible. There's no such thing in Jesus's mind as somebody who rejects God's word and receives him as Lord. He said, if the word of God is stolen out of your heart because of some ideas or some worldly mindsets, then you don't believe in me. That's Jesus's mentality towards the word. But then he says, there's no three other kinds of person. There's um, seeds along the path that don't have real roots and persecution bears it out. So here's the thing, you know, we will have hard times and sometimes those hard times will have other people calling us or pressuring us or commanding us to reject the faith. And if we reject the faith, if we squirm, if we run away, um, that isn't just about like us and Jesus. It's about us and the word. It's about how the word didn't penetrate in our hearts. We didn't let it actually get in through our minds, into our hearts and have deep roots that were so that the, you know, the seed of the word is able to withstand pressures, withstand troubles. And so again, I just think it's so interesting and telling so, you know, something for me to understand that Jesus doesn't say persecutions come and drive you away from me. He says persecutions come and you abandon the word. And it's, that's a cover. It's the same thing. It's Jesus saying faithfulness to me and faithfulness to the word are the same thing. So again, with the rocky soil, he says, you know, there's a kind of person who receives the word and they believe it, but the cares of life and troubles and just daily stuff, it chokes out what? Their faith in me? No, the word of God. And so here Jesus is again showing that he, his idea is that the word of God, believing the word of God and sacrificing for the word of God is the same thing as sacrificing for him. He doesn't draw a line for it. So called to believe that the word of God that we receive in the scriptures and from Jesus, from the apostles is is Christ in one sense. It's what he's communicating. And if you reject the word, you reject him. If the words of God are choked out by life, the life of Jesus is choked out of our lives. But he says, here's the last picture. The last picture is seed on a good good soil, which is the word of God coming to a heart that's ready to believe it and obey it. And this kind of person produces a great harvest, a great, uh, they're very fruitful, you know, it's pleasant to the Lord. And this is what he wants for us. So what does Jesus want for me as one of his followers is to have a heart that believes his word, that receives it, that doesn't have combating ideas that 
are like a crows that come up and eat the seed that doesn't have a hard heart so that anytime life gets hard, I turn away from the truth of Christ and turn away from the word of God that doesn't have a choked out life that is just so busy with other stuff that I don't have any time for Jesus. A good heart that believes the word of God and obeys it. This is what Christ wants for each one of his disciples. So that this is the big question. What's your attitude towards the word of God? Is it something that, as much as you understand it, some of the scripture is so plain, it's painfully obvious. There's a few things that can be really confusing. As much as you understand it, do you receive it? Do you let it put down deep roots into your heart, into your soul? Do you let it be the thing that has convinced you, that has your confidence? Is it your worldview? Does it judge the thoughts and opinions of the world around you? Or is the Bible constantly being judged by the thoughts and opinions that you read on the news or um, hear in movies and stuff like that? How's your heart? Because Christ is calling each one of us to have good soil that receives the word and responds with fruitfulness. And may the Lord do that for each one of you who's listening to me. And amen.